Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson-Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I have my wonderful co-host Juanita Wooten Radko on the show. So welcome, Juanita. Thanks, Kim. Happy summer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, by the time this airs, it will be almost officially fall. Oh my goodness. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> and for all you moms out there, and I'm not sure whether you're sending your kids back in this COVID year, my kids are all grown, but September was the most wonderful time of the year because that's when they went back to school. So if your kids are going back to school, then you can take a little sigh of relief. And if they're not, then I congratulate you on your courage to continue to educate your children at home. So today, I want to talk about social media. It's part in becoming that authority in your niche. And we are going to focus in on creating uh, those super fans. But first, just before we do that, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the role of social media in your business. So for me, there's three things that social media does. Now, when I say that, I'm more referring to businesses like service-based businesses, entrepreneurs, professionals, and coaches. Not necessarily brick and mortar and not necessarily like an online store type business because that's a different type of social media that you have to use. So in this sense, I'm not talking about using social media to sell. Though you can, but that's not the main function when you're looking to build authority. So when you're working on your social media, keep these three areas in mind and we'll focus in on one today. So first of all, your, your social media provides social proof. And what I mean by that is the fact that people can go on there, see that you're recognized as an authority. It's a great place to be able to post about yourself, about your business, your story, the great things that are going on, testimonials, results, all those different types of things that are happening in your business and in your life. And I know with Juanita... You know, when she had her sewing business, she was really great at the social proof. So, Juanita, why don't you share a few thoughts, but also tell them about some of the things that you did on social media to, to shine your sewing business. Well, Kim, I would like to say that pictures of your business, people engaging with your business, 
whether in my case I taught sewing classes so I had some action shots of people with permission always had permission engaging and experiencing the joy of sewing and creating sharing that is a way to get people to get excited about it because when you see someone else having fun you think oh, I want to be part of the fun I want to be part of the the party that was a big thing for me was to in a sense extend a virtual invitation to people that you know there's a party and you're invited you just need to call me and let me know and that was i think an effective way to uh get engagement using the photos i also sent out um a regular newsletter but i loved facebook's ability to schedule posts and so i would use intriguing posts about projects I would share a post with a joke, often sewing related and often with a pun because if anything is consistent it is my love of puns. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well, I remember one of the things that I loved and it provided great social proof that you were the go-to person if you wanted to learn how to sew was the projects that were completed by yourself and by your students. Juanita would post these great project pictures, sometimes just the project and sometimes with the person who created it. And you look at it and you think, wow, my creative heart and mind would start to stir. And, and you know, it, it made me want to be a part. So that is one of the things that social media does for you in your business is it provides that proof that you are who you say you are. And it allows you to have some fun with it. It allows you to be yourself. It, okay, can't totally be yourself, okay? Let me clarify. Best and that. most beautiful version of yourself. The professional <laughs> version of yourself, not the, the burping and scratching version of yourself that we also have. I thought of one other thing that really helps with the social proof is, was that I would have a regular tip of the week. Mm. And... That was just a weekly establishing of, I know what I'm talking about. And here's something I'm giving away for free to help you enjoy your experience using our products. And it built confidence in me as an expert in my field. And it built confidence in the products that I sell because I wasn't going to uh, recommend something that made me frustrated or mm -hmm. was, was cheaply made and likely to break. So that, that's a bit about social proof. And we will probably do an episode in the future talking more about social proof, how do you set it up and all those things. But for today, just understand that that's one of the goals. One of your other goals is to test your marketing and branding. You know, if you go to a marketing company, they will tell you that they will spend the first three months of your money probably not getting you any results because they're going to be testing everything out and see what your audience wants. Oh, isn't that a great, exciting thing to hear? You, you're not going to see any results for three months. Hang in there. Strap in. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, I guess it's not that you don't see any results, but you're not going to see the most effective results because the marketing company has to get to know your audience. And they can only do that by posting and testing. So here's the thing. I'm not saying don't use a marketing company because I think there comes a time in your business, especially as your business grows, that you, you will need help with your social media. 
But for right now in the beginning, especially if you don't have a massive social media following, this is a great time as you are growing it to learn what your market wants, to learn the colors that they like, to learn the pictures that they like and the wording that they like, to kind of figure out where to find those fans, your potential fans on on social media. So, and again, we'll probably, I'm hoping to do some more episodes on social media and we'll talk about, you know, how do you use that? One of the things that I've done is every time I've gotten a new logo, a new color, done a cover, a book cover, you know, all those types of things, I post them out on social media and I get feedback. And from that feedback, I can determine if what I'm posting is effective or not. Also helps you to clearly see who your target market is and who it isn't. So like I said, we will do an episode on that, but for today, I wanna focus in on the third aspect, and that's creating your fan base, creating those super fans, your brand ambassadors, the people who not only know, like, and trust you, but love you and promote you. And that is an incredible goal in your social media. And while you're doing that, one thing I want to mention Most people have been taught that numbers are the most important thing on social media is having these big audiences. It's not true. If you had a small engaged audience of 100 super fans, you would get more results than someone who has a 10,000 person unengaged audience. I can see that. I can see because think about it this way. Would you rather have thousand likes or would you rather have 100 people who are each willing to give you ten (laughs) dollars exactly exactly so that's what we're going to focus in on today so do you have any thoughts just before we get started i think that this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people so i have to admit okay not all of these ideas are my own Like a lot of you, I am on an incredible learning journey, and I'm at a point where I'm bringing all these things that I've been learning over these years, and I am now bringing them together. So one of the books that's been really helpful for me in terms of understanding, uh, you know, building my social media for authority is a book called Superfans, The Easy Way to Stand Out, Grow Your Tribe, and Build a Successful Business by Pat Flynn. And it is available on Amazon. So if you want to find out more about this concept, that is a great reference book. And you know what? I got a crazy idea. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if he'd be on the show. But you know what? In the next few weeks, I'm going to try and connect with Pat Flynn and see if we can get him on the show. Can we? I don't know. But here's the thing. How am I supposed to know if I don't ask? And he'll give me one of three answers. Yes, maybe, but not right now. Or nope, sorry, I don't do interviews. And if he says yes, we'll have a big cheer. If he says maybe, I'll say, what month can I contact you back in? And if he says no, I'll just be, okay, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> and I would even say that, that that no would be worth revisiting in six months just to make sure, is that no still a no? <laughs> <laughs> 
And so my best friend brings up a very important point in building business, and this is a complete side note, is no is not always no. So when someone says no to you, many times no means not right now. And if you're polite and kind and caring, you can ask again in a few months and somebody will not get upset at you for doing that. So that's a side note. So there's three parts uh, to building a super fan base, and we will focus in on one of them today. When people connect with you on social media, especially in your groups and on, on your pages, they are start off as an occasional participant. So the three steps are you want to bring someone from an occasional participant to an active participant, and then from active participant to community member, and then from community member to super fan. So this is not all from uh, Pat's book, but some of this is based on it. Some of this is just, you know, my years of experience and uh, things that I've learned as well. So we're going to focus in on step one because that's where everybody starts. You know, what happens when you make a new friend, you've got a new follower, you've added someone to your group, how do you stand out to them and how do you get them to be a part of your tribe? So we're going to look going from occasional participant to active participant. There was three things that I sent Juanita the notes on. Juanita, is there one that you want to cover? Well, I will add to this one. I made some notes about the first two. <laughs> so I was just going to uh, wait for my turn. All right. Well, then I will let you add to my addition there. Yeah. So the first one is how to describe the problem that your audience faces. And this is different from knowing the problem that your audience faces. That's the first step. And, you know, if you go back to our um, episode not long ago on marketing, you know, who do you serve? How do you serve them? And who are you in the relationship to those other two? If you go back to that episode, we go into that in a lot more detail. So this is not figuring out the problems that your target market faces. It's figuring out the words that they use to describe that problem. The non-profane words. <laughs> yes. I've read the comment section and oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sometimes just be able to uh, visually blur from the bloop. <laughs> so in the Superfans book, they did quote Jay Abraham. And I think this is an incredible quote. So Jay Abraham once said, if you can define the problem better than your target customer, they will automatically assume that you have the solution. What I recommend is, is that look at the words that your target market is using online. Study the conversations they have. Read the comments that they post. And not just on your stuff, but go to groups where they hang out and where they, you know, they talk about your problems because many times they'll be post, you know, what are you struggling with right now? Stuff like that. Look at it. Look at the wording. Chart the common words that, that your target market is using. And then when you create things, use those words. You will be amazed that you will get more results if you speak their language. 
we are all looking for someone who really gets us, who understands where we're coming from, right? Mm-hmm. And when you read your thoughts being echoed back in similar language to what you use, you think, oh, exactly. I've been trying to make people see my point of view. And here, obviously, they get it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that uh, I would ask a customer when I was selling a sewing machine was, what are three things that you would change with your current sewing machine if you could? And this would open up the door for people to finally go, oh, it drives me crazy that I have to unthread my machine and just to wind a bobbin. I wish I could just keep going and have it never run out of thread. Well, we were that close. We don't have to unthread the machine. We just feed it through this little pathway and you can keep going. And it's less of a hassle just because you've got this solution. You're asking your audience what would make life easier if you didn't have to do X? And they're going to give you the answer on a, on a plate kind of thing because people kind of like complaining a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> certain people, a lot. We, <laughs> I know you know someone. <laughs> but I think that's a, it's a positive way of framing it. Three things you could change. What would make life easier? You're not talking what makes you mad, it's how can we make you happy? Mm -hmm. But in a, in a way that's going to further the conversation instead of getting a, oh, I don't know, I guess I'm okay. You're wanting an engagement like that. I think that's really important. Something I noticed with, I'm enjoying a little bit more in Facebook is when my friends post uh, something about their they've done a fancy dinner or they've made something. I I won't just say looks great or way to go. That's a good start. But if I ask a question like that looks really good, is that red pepper in it? Or did you, what did you use as the um, extra spice sort of thing? Getting the person to answer a question Mm -hmm. and start a conversation is a much more satisfying experience than just saying, way to go. Exactly, exactly. Kind of brings us into number two is make an immediate connection with the person. And one of the great ways to do that is through your story. People want to connect with people. They don't want to connect with a business or an automation or a technology. If they're connecting with you on social media, it's because they want to get to know you. So this is why it's important to have your marketing story. And it doesn't mean that you don't share other parts of your life, but you want to create the story around your business, why it started, what struggles were you going through? What things did you realize? So just recently, we have been bringing on new writers because RTI Publishing has been growing a lot. And I was interviewing last week, and one of the ladies I interviewed had checked me out. So side note, if you're interviewing with a specific person and you know, check them out. It really impressed me that she had checked me out. 
And one of the things that she had seen on, on my website was me sharing my story of how I went from, you know, a seven-year-old who was told by her teacher that she wasn't a good writer and she shouldn't write to owning a publishing company. And that story so resonated with her that even throughout the interview, she just kept saying to me, Kim, you've encouraged me in ways I couldn't even imagine. And even if I don't get this job, I'm just so thankful that I've had this opportunity to talk to you. And we didn't even really talk about a lot because I was interviewing her for a job. So, you know, she was doing most of the talking. But that interview resonated with her. My story resonated with her. So don't be afraid to share parts of your story. Now, one thing you have to be careful of in sharing your story is, is that you come across as the victor, not the victim. Yes, that's huge. The importance of framing your story that you're that you are winning it, it just makes sense to me but everybody I always think of it as I can feel bad without your help I don't need someone else to add another cloud to rain on my parade it's <laughs> I you know I want people who are gonna go yeah keep going just three more steps when you okay all right I can do three more yes another three more you want that person cheering you on instead of someone else going oh it's hard you don't it's not necessarily the mountain you have to climb it's the pebble in your shoe don't you don't want a pebble (laughs) don't be that and it's not that you can't explain that it's not hard because sometimes things are hard Mm -hmm. but it's it's staying there you know you can explain that things are hard but here's what you realized about the hard places and here's how you got out of it. So it's not that you, it's not that you can't share that you hit rock bottom. You just want to let people know that you're not at rock bottom anymore. You've risen. Yes. And you don't have to give all the details either, right? Some parts of your story are very private, maybe been through some real extreme things in life. So you don't have to give out all the details. You can tell people where you hit without telling them what happened or, you know, how you kind of hit there. And then tell them what you realized and how you came out of it. And that's a great way to share your story. And I'm going to make myself another note because we should do an episode on crafting your story. I'm having trouble hearing you, Kim. Like, is is the volume dropped? Is that better? A bit better. Yeah, your volume dropped by like 40%. And I am writing this down as we are speaking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, note for when you are recording podcasts. Do not move away from your microphone. People can no longer hear you. (laughs) And I think we'll just leave that in there because, you know what? We're real. We want to show you that as you're learning to become an authority, things happen and you need to learn how to go and grow through them. All right. So number three, a fast victory. If you can get someone to take an action where they immediately win, you automatically create the know, like, and trust factor. So think of something that you can offer people and you don't want it to be spammy okay so i'm not talking about the moment you make a connection with someone you just 
you don't even ask them any questions. You don't get to know them. You know, you just send them, you know, download my free, right? So I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about as you get to know people a little bit. You know, if you're on Facebook and you've made a new friend, message them, talk to them, get to know them a bit. And then you could say to them, by the way, I have this. If you're interested, you can download it at, but don't just spam it out there without. Another good way to use this is if you have a group and in the, the, your announcement posts, that's the post that stays at the top all the time. You know, uh, you can have people introduce yourself and, and then in that same post, you can say, you know what, I've got this free report on and you click the link. So you're not spamming them and it's their choice if they click on it, but you can offer them something right away. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts to share, my friend? I, I like that idea of giving something that you've had um, where the person clicks a link and joins. I'm not as much in love in, with some of the pop-ups. There was one particular website that I was a big fan of and I signed up for their newsletter. What really bothered me was if I clicked on a, a Facebook link or if I... If I went back to the website, I would get that same pop-up every time of join my newsletter. And I'm like, I'm a fan. Don't you know I love you already? And we have a relationship. I felt, I really, I don't know if there's a way to do that. Probably cookies do that. <laughs> I, I don't know how the magical computer elves work <laughs> those things. But I just felt like, oh, I thought by now you would know that I am engaged and that I have a relationship with you. By contrast, I have been really enjoying Jennifer Fermaker and she does a crafting blog and she gives away projects and invitations. You have to sign up to get the password to her free crafting library, which has over 250 projects. And I always feel like I'm being invited to be part of the club Mm. as opposed to thinking I have a VIP membership and getting carded at the door every time. And I think too, one of the things it's important, or at least to me, I mean, there's different views on this, but when you go to my group, authortoauthority.com, I just redid the announcement actually this morning because I got thinking about it and I thought, gee, I hadn't done that in a while. So what I did is you do not have to, you know, if you join the Author to Authority group, I've got a report on there on the seven parts to creating a blog post that helps you take your target market to becoming a lead or a prospect. So the seven elements. But what I did is I just want people in my tribe to have a special gift. So they don't have to put their name or the email in. It's a Dropbox link. So all, they ha- all you have to do if you join the group and you want that report, you join the group, it's the first post, just click on it and you get to download it. Because, you know, you're already in my social media, you're part of my tribe. So I want people to have those fast victories, those fast wins, things that they can implement. So think of something and it doesn't have to be something big. Okay, so you're not talking about offering a whole program. You're talking about looking at one small problem that a person has that you can give them a quick win in. Something that you can tell them to do. 
And people think, oh, it's got to be this incredible, amazing thing. No, sometimes it can be the simplest thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be easy as, did you know that Word has a thesaurus feature? I love that. Have you ever struggled for words, right? So the quick win could be telling them where to find the thesaurus feature in Word, Okay, and it, now again, it depends on your business and all this other kind of stuff, right? But just find that quick tip, that quick win, something that you can offer that's really going to help with a specific problem. And the more you can target that down by, number one, understanding the problems that your audience face and how to word it, they get those quick wins, then they're going to keep coming back for more. Sort of like Winita's story that she just shared with that crafting site and how she's got this password to all this free stuff. Think of how you can do that. Now, I know we've been on this episode for a bit. So, Winita, do you have any thoughts that you want to share just before we kind of sum it up and close it up for the day? Make your passion part of the story. I meant to say that earlier, but I thought, oh, that's important to hear anytime. I think people like to be around people who are excited about what they're sharing. And you don't necessarily need to be high in your face and here and loud unless that's really who you are. But smile. But yeah, yeah. One of the things I really enjoy is when when my customers would come to me and say, I think my project is ruined. I don't know what to do. And I go, I know we can take a little bit of fabric here or if we just fold this that little cut we don't have a mistake we have a design opportunity and so it was this turnaround sharing my surprise and excitement with the solution made them feel totally different about their experience my engagement and excitement gave them a new story your passion is what gives your customers your your fans their new story with a new ending. I like that. So to reiterate, that's my delicious word for today. Make sure that you understand the words that your target market uses to describe their problem. Make a connection by using your story and create fast victories. So you, they have that immediate win and then they will know, like, and trust you. So again, I invite you to join me in the Author to Authority Facebook group. So www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash author to authority. We have a great time in that group. And yes, there is wordplay and puns. So if you are into that, that's our fun part of our group. But we also share a lot of uh, information on becoming an authority. We give you an opportunity to shine as the authority in your niche. And you will receive encouragement on your journey to letting people see you and see the best of you. So this has been Winita Wooten Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift for you. I'd like to invite you to download a sample of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out this year. If you enjoy the podcast, you will enjoy learning how becoming an author can change not only your life, but your business as well. 
go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample. So that is www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free sample. Have a great day and stay safe.